And what I find happens, which is really interesting is that some days people will just do the 10 minutes. And a lot of times that's like a core, core workout. Mm -hmm. So I'll do like a core recovery piece. And then they're like, okay, I feel really good. I want to keep going. So I'm going to do like another 20 minutes. Yeah. So then they have another piece of their program. They're like, okay, I'm going to do my strength workout for the day. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they're like, well, baby's still sleeping and I feel really good now. So I'm going to jump on the bike for 10 minutes. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Today we have on the Moms Without Capes podcast, a special guest. Welcome to the show, Natasha Khalil. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. I'm excited to jump into this conversation. So Natasha is an experienced postpartum corrective exercise specialist, occupational therapist, writer, and online business owner. She helps women heal their bodies postpartum and navigate fitness and health goals through the many stages of motherhood. She's also a busy mom who went through a divorce four years ago and has spent the last two years finding balance in her life again. In today's episode, Natasha and I will be chatting about getting fit and how how even fitness is best approached in moderation. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Before we dive into fitness and all of that, can you share with us more about your journey and what brought you to be where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, I started off as an occupational therapist. So in college, I was a fitness trainer, a personal trainer at the gym, was doing all that then. And then I went back and got my master's and dove into the world of therapy. Loved it. I worked with older adults. So I was doing a lot of inpatient rehab and home health. And then I had my daughter. And we all know how having a baby completely turns your life upside down. And so that made, it really changed my priorities and what I was doing and also brought a lot of awareness to how challenging it was to recover postpartum. And that's coming from someone who was previously in the field and very fit. So that was my catalyst for starting my business because I'm like, okay, if I'm struggling with this and this is hard for me, there's lots of other, other people out there who could, that aren't in the field. Exactly. (laughs) That could really benefit from some help. So that was the beginning of fit mama, Santa Barbara. I started off honestly, just training women in the park. Like some of my friends where I'm like, Hey, bring your baby. Like, let's work out. And that grew to now what I do today, which I run a full-time online business. I work with women all over the world. I run one-on-one group coaching, you know how that goes. Um, yeah. And that's been super exciting. been really, really fun. So, so wait, what is the name? Is it fit mama? Is uh-huh. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's Fit Mama Santa Barbara, obviously, because that's yeah. where I'm based. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm uh, Fit Mama SB on Instagram. So okay, okay. So how long ago was that? So I started that about eight years ago. So right after my daughter was born, she's eight now. And I would say I went full-time with that. So I left the therapy field about four years ago. I mean, that was probably scary, like making that leap. Oh yeah. And (laughs) it's so challenging too, because for the longest time I was doing both. And like you said, in my intro, it was really hard to find balance between trying to raise a child and manage my personal life. And then I was running this business kind of on the side, but then it was taking up so much of my time. I'm like, now I'm working two full-time jobs. So I want at some point, and the nice thing is, yeah, (laughs) I like, I was like, okay, I just need to pick a side. So am I going to stay in therapy or am I going to like really run with this? But because that's not guaranteed income, that's a scary thought. It's a scary thought. Like I was having major imposter syndrome of like, what if all my clients fire me and nobody ever wants Mm -hmm. to work with me again? (laughs) Right, right. We're just so not, you know, and we all know as soon as you open up that space, the Mm -hmm. clients come, right? Because you're opening yourself up to that energy. So So was was that about the same time that you had gotten the divorce as well? It was. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So that was all kind of part of it where I was like, okay, it was very, very hard to be a single mom and work a nine to five job. Like that was pretty much the crux of it. And I was really trying to do a little bit before work and a little bit after and do all these things. And eventually I'm like, I need the flexibility in my life to be able to work from home a lot. And that's what I did. I ended up actually opening a studio here in town. So I had a studio for a couple of years during all that. And it was great. It was, I could bring my daughter with me. I could do work whenever I wanted. So, so you closed the studio and now are you all online? Yeah. So, um, I closed the studio during COVID. Okay. Like a lot of fitness trainers. Um, I I had it for a little while and then my online business grew so much that Mm -hmm. having the overhead of a studio wasn't really making sense. So then I transitioned to hundred percent online. Very interesting. Yeah. I know. I feel like I've gone through so many renditions of myself over the past eight years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It's not even like Natasha 2.0. Like, yeah, we're like way up there. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's the iPhone. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Love it. So how do you find, um, or like, what is the difference? Like for moms, like fitness for moms versus fitness for everyone else. Like what, what have you found have been the big Yeah. What I have found is the biggest difference is the way that you coach people. So in the past, I've always worked with probably like more athletes, um, some older adults in the gym, but a lot of people that didn't have particular special considerations, right? So you, they come, they work out really hard. They go home, you see them the next week, right? Mm -hmm. When it comes to my moms, first of all, from a physical standpoint, there's a lot of recovery that needs to take place. And a lot of people have a challenging time figuring out what they can do and how not to hurt themselves when they're getting back into exercise after having a baby. So that's kind of where I come in, where it's helping guide people towards the right exercises to help with the core and the pelvic floor, and then gradually get them back to doing the things that they were either doing before or the things that they want to do. So a lot of my women, um, we live in California, so obviously people spend a lot of time outside and they're like, I want to get back to playing tennis, or I want to get back to running. And those are fairly high impact sports. 
So doing something like that immediately postpartum can be really challenging and very, very discouraging. So it's my goal as a coach to get my clients from point A to point B and build strength in a positive way and also just heal that relationship with their body so that they can feel confident, they feel strong, they can do all the things that they want to do and they're not worried about injuring themselves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, that last part I'm sure is really important, like healing yeah. relationship with their body because our bodies change so much. So much. And, and I find pregnancy and yeah, and like, you, you know, it's, we always are like getting back to your pre-baby, but like, it's completely different because your body has completely changed. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to emphasize with any sort of fitness program designed for moms is that there's a new normal and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And finding what that is. Yeah, exactly. I also think too, bringing in that piece of having experienced it myself is very helpful for people because they feel like they're not alone and I understand what they're going through. And then we alter their plan according to what's going on in their life at that time. And I right. think that's really key. Like there is no cookie cutter approach to fitness after having a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. So how do you um, tackle the time piece? Because like, I know we're before, like about 10 minute workouts, right? Like, right. I know when you applied for this, that was one of the things Yeah, that 10 minute workout and not even like as postpartum, but like even down the road when general, moms yeah. are trying to juggle mm -hmm. all these things and don't typically have the time to put in a full, you know, vigorous workout. Absolutely. What, what do you see? Like, can we get the benefits from a 10 minute workout or yes. how, how and do you approach that differently? So the way that I look at it is... So many people and moms in particular, because I find we are so prone to being more of a perfectionist and hard on ourselves than probably some other people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Um, so a lot of people take that all or nothing approach to fitness, right? And so they're looking at, say they download some 30 day fitness plan from the internet. We we've all done that. We yes. all have some PDF <laughs> sitting somewhere, right? And you start it and you get to about day three and then something happens. Your kid stays home from school. You, you know, baby's not sleeping well. So you fall off track and then you're like, well, 
I blew it. So I guess I'm going to have to start again. And then you keep doing this cycle of like trying to go all in and then end up setting yourself up for failure. Right. And that's, that's the worst thing you can do. So the way that I teach it and the way that I kind of run my programs with my clients is that I give them a minimum 10 minutes, five days a week. Right. Because we can all make totally manageable for 10 minutes. Exactly. And what I find happens, which is really interesting, is that some days people will just do the 10 minutes. And a lot of times that's like a core core workout. Mm-hmm. So I'll do like a core recovery piece. And then they're like, okay, I feel really good. I want to keep going. So I'm going to do like a, another 20 minutes. Yeah. So then they have mm-hmm. another piece of their program. They're like, okay, I'm going to do my strength workout for the day. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they're like, well, baby's still sleeping and I feel really good now. So I'm going to jump on the bike for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you put in a 40 minute workout and that was a great day. Right. Now the next day, it may be completely different. You may only do the 10 minutes and everything falls apart and that's okay too, because you you still made your goal. Yeah. You still did 10 minutes. I would much rather see people be consistent with 10 minutes of exercise per day than to do one 60 minute workout a week. Right. Yeah. That's funny. I was just talking to somebody this morning, a client about um, like, what is it? Newton's law, like an object in motion stays in motion. And when we say like, okay, we're just going to do five minutes of a walk around the, like just walk around the block. Right. Typically when you start like doing it, you're like, heck, I can do even more. Yeah. You keep going. Getting that initial off of the couch, like get motivated to start that Mm -hmm. holds us back. And And that's so hard. That piece of, Mm -hmm. I tell people it's even, it's, you know, the pre-contemplation when it comes to exercise yeah. for some people, they can spend days thinking about like, well, I should work out. I should I get should, started. Should, this yeah. should, yes. And then you don't ever do it. But if you're like, okay, I'm only going to do 10 minutes and then I'll see how I feel. You're tricking your brain into getting started, which yeah, is amazing. Mind tricks. <laughs> exactly. Mind and we, tricks. we need that. And even right. myself, like I, I work in fitness. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of days where I have to do the same thing where I'm like, okay, I don't really feel like doing this yeah, today, but I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go for a 10 minute walk. I'll take the dogs out. And right. then I'm like, okay, well now I feel good. So I'll do more. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> so what is, you had mentioned a little bit about what workout, like if you're going to just do 10 minutes or if you mm-hmm. are going to just aim for those small spurts, yeah. what are some of good, like the good workouts or what are some of the workouts that you can suggest that we should be focusing on? Yeah, that's a great question. So I find it really depends on where you are in your journey of motherhood. So that can change. So for my immediate postpartum people, so I'd say anyone with babies a year or less, Working on that core strength, if that's all you're going to focus on every day, that can make such a difference because that's the foundation of our entire body. So if our core is not strong, then it's going to be harder to bend over and pick up your baby. It's going to be harder to vacuum. It's going to be harder to do all these things that you need to do in your life. So if you're only going to do 10 minutes a day, do a core workout. I love it. Then as we now let's move into say school age children. So you're, you're out of that postpartum. You've probably Mm. already been exercising and doing things throughout the years. If you only have 10 minutes doing a circuit and it can be so easy, you can pick four exercises, do like 45 seconds of each, do that three times. And there's your 10 minute workout. Okay. 
So my my 16 year old, we, we've been going to the Y and I was going last year all the time. Yeah. I would just go by myself. So I started going with my daughter once in a while. I love and it. That, that's what she's all about. Those the circuits. Circuits. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, okay, 50 in and out legs or whatever she's doing. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll try. Like, and I'll do, you know. I, I definitely can't keep up with her. No, I, and you can always modify things. Yeah, so I just yeah. like modify it, but like having that like, mm-hmm. well, the accountability, but like just having like that limit. Okay, it's only going to be one minute of this. Exactly. And then switch on to the next one. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot more doable. Like Absolutely. In my mind, some of those yes, and I find anything that you do in a time capacity is mm-hmm. so much more manageable. Because same thing, you, you can see the end in sight, which is very mm-hmm. helpful. Like I find... A lot of times if you just start a exercise video on YouTube and there's not really structure, they're just kind of running you through all these exercises that can be really discouraging because you don't feel like you're really in the groove and getting through it. Right. But if you're like, okay, I know I only have 45 seconds of this exercise. Like I can power through. And we all know when it comes down to exercise, a lot of it is mental strength just as much as it is physical. Mind ever matter. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So I love timed workouts. I do a lot of that style, which is nice. My eight-year-old last night we were doing, she downloaded an app and it was so funny because she kept calling it the Nike app. And okay. Then, and then I looked at it. Yeah, yeah. It was Nike, right? Oh my gosh, I love it. But so we were doing it, and it was it was again the cycle thing, like yeah, the circuit, the circuit. And I kept, I had to keep looking to see because I was like, all right, we have forty five seconds left, right? Like we have thirty seconds left. Yeah. And I loved watching that countdown. Yes. It was that end was in sight piece. Yes, exactly. So, and I find most people work a lot harder. If mm-hmm. you know that you have a shorter period of time, yeah. you're going to put more effort in. Yeah. So same thing when it comes to 10 minutes, you can get a really solid full body workout in, in mm-hmm. only 10 minutes. And you can do that even at home with body weight exercises. Right. It doesn't even have to be a whole thing with equipment. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is another thing with that all or nothing thinking. Yes. Thinking that, okay, I've got to join a gym. I've got yep. to go big or go home. Absolutely. And- they don't think about those, like just being able like you don't have to go out and buy weights. You can use water bottles. You can like totally. modify and you can do it right at home. Yes. And you can do it in between. I saw like, we were talking about TikTok right before, but about like, you know, waiting for your coffee to brew. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, like doing squats like, at the counter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, you I know, know. I'm sure like that you're using those in between times. Yes. You'd rather you'd pull out your phone and just be scrolling yes. and using those times to put some, some fitness into your life or like, absolutely. Well, one of the things, yeah. One of the things I'm working on right now, speaking of TikTok, is I'm doing a whole series on improving your posture. Okay. And that is the crux yes, of the series. <laughs> I know is that really when it comes down to improving your posture, it's working it in throughout the day. So exactly that it's habit building, right? So Mm -hmm. you're stacking things. So while you brush your teeth, brush your teeth and pull your shoulders back, right? That's going to help improve your posture. And that's something that you're going to do every day because you have your teeth brushing as a reminder. Right. So I just think it's interesting. Like, like you said, using those in between times to help get you closer to your health goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your top three ways to stay accountable? 
Ooh. So I have to say my husband is one of my biggest accountability partners. So I am fortunate that we are both interested in the same wait, kind okay, of wait. exercise. So you got divorced, but now are you married? Oh again? yes. I got remarried. I skipped that part. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. he's great. I, wait, I, I love thinking, him. Like, your ex-husband? Wow. What no, no. My, uh, my current husband. I know. Yeah, no, we actually funny thing. So do you know how we met? No, no. At the gym. Okay. <laughs> so I had been friends with them for a very long time. We've always worked out together in the same, I used to do CrossFit. So we would do the same CrossFit classes. And then we both got divorced at the same time. Oh. And before that zero connection, yeah. like it was just super platonic. And then we both got divorced. And so we started talking and hanging out because we were talking about the divorces. And then, right, yeah, we've been married. Yeah, we've been together a couple of years now. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got married during COVID. So we didn't have like a, oh, a yeah. big wedding or anything. Yeah. yeah. Not many people did. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So, anyway, so he is very into fitness. So, he's my number one way of staying accountable because if he's going to work out, we have a, a home gym here. I generally will work out with him, mm -hmm. which is nice. Uh, second way I stay accountable is I actually have my own coach Okay. <laughs> because even though I can design my own workout plans, I do it for yeah. all my clients. I love just being able to open up my email and see what she programmed for me for the day and do that. Yeah. So that's been awesome. I, that's been a huge game changer when it comes to right now, I'm really trying to build strength. I'm that's my goal for this year is to build some more strength. So that's been a game changer when it comes to working in the strength training. Um, and number three, to be completely honest, my clients keep me really accountable because yeah. it's my job to keep them accountable. But also I have that pressure of if I'm not walking the walk, yeah. right, then how can I teach other people to do the same? So yeah. I find with, I have, we have like a big group chat with all my clients in it. Mm -hmm. And that's where they'll tell me what they're doing today. I share what I'm doing. And that's a really great way for me to just kind of be on my game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. And back to like hiring your own coach when you're yes. a coach. Like, it's so I it's have, a weird concept, right? No, no, it's not at all. Okay. Like, okay. well, cause I'm a therapist and I have my own therapist. Yeah, yes, I, bet. I'm a yeah. coach and I hire, like, I believe in the power of coaching just like you yeah. do. And Absolutely. so I have a coach as well. Like, yeah, it's kind of just believing in the power of like what you do so yeah. much so that you're able to get what you need. Absolutely. I also realized that I might be a difficult client. So, <laughs> so I don't know if I recommend coaching coaches, but it's really nice to have one. So what, what advice can you offer for moms who may just be beginning their fitness journey? Yes. My biggest piece of advice is don't be so hard on yourself. It's so easy to fall into that trap of, I used to be able to, or I used to look like, and that's not, that doesn't serve you. So what we want to focus on is what are the small wins that you've accomplished since you started this journey postpartum? I think if you can identify those small wins, that's going to fuel your motivation for those bigger wins. So love that. Yeah. Hey moms, can't catch a good night's sleep these days? I've got you. Sleep matters. And because it does, not getting the quantity or the quality you need can have detrimental effects on your health and well-being. To feel your best and not only to get through the day, 
but to have an absolutely amazing day, you've got to get the sleep your body and mind needs, which is why I developed Sleep Matters, a course for moms to help you take care of yourself and get the kind of sleep you deserve. In this course, I teach you cognitive and behavioral strategies used in the treatment of insomnia. We work to minimize the sleep worries, re-equate your bed with sleep, set you up with a sound nighttime routine, and establish an environment that is conducive to sleep. Don't waste another night tossing and turning. Enroll in Sleep Matters, self-care for the troubled sleeper. And finally, get your Z's. How do you, aside from working out, aside from, from yeah. doing what you do, what are some ways that you, or what's your go-to self-care practice? How do you feel restored? So I have to say, this is something that I've been working on once again with my therapist, because I, <laughs> after my divorce, I was really running myself ragged and mm-hmm. I was getting into this fight or flight response all day long, just go, 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 go. And so one of the things that she suggested is that I start time blocking and leaving space in between my commitments during the day. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, which never occurred to me before. Mm. Not going to lie. I was like, well, why would I do that? Cause now everything is shifted back like an hour, right. Then I have to like be doing things for an hour longer during the day. But for me, and even it will be so much that sometimes I'll even just lie down on the floor in between clients or in between Zoom calls, because I need that time to just reset and refocus. And that has helped me immensely. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. 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 Creating some white space in your day. Yes. And like, (laughs) and like I said, I'm so, I I love, I have two calendars in front of me right now. I love calendars. Mm. I love scheduling. Mm. And so for me, scheduling everything back to back just seemed to make sense, but it was really fueling my, my go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. Overwhelm. Exactly. Um, How about a book that you could recommend? Um, or a book that's greatly impacted you or I love, so I do like the book, badass habits. I don't know okay. if you've read that. Yeah, by Jen Sincero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great book because I like that it's written in a very easy to read kind of funny. Like I just, I love her writing. So that was, that was a good one for me. Cause once again, I do a lot of work on building habits for myself and also for my clients. Um, I'm looking around, I'm trying to think. This is always a hard one because all the there's so many different things is is our readers. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I did read the book, the hormone book with uh, Dr. Aviva Rome. I think it's R O M M. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, Great book, especially for women who are in that forty range and their hormones are starting to get a little bit all over the place. Highly recommend that one too. Okay. Okay. And then finally, where can listeners find you? Uh, I am on TikTok and Instagram. It's at FitMamaSB. I believe that's in the show notes. Um, you can also find me on my website. I am launching. I run a 90-day program twice a year. So that is launching shortly. That's going to be launching at the beginning of March. So if you'd like to get some more information on that, make sure to follow me on Instagram. That's where I put everything. Um, and also just reach out to say hi. I love connecting with people that have listened or following all of that. All right. Awesome. So thank you so much, Natasha, for coming on the show today. Yes. Thank you, Ani, for having me. It was so nice to talk to you and we will chat soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes. So send me a DM and let me know. 
And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.